0: Hello, guys, and welcome to Wait, I've Been Queer This Whole Time. I'm your host, Haley, and I am so excited that you're here. This marks my first official episode of the pod, and I am so excited. I have been wanting to start a podcast for so long, and I just think now is the best time to do it. I am super excited for this journey. And I'm super excited to talk about um, being queer in today's society and all that comes with that. I'm really passionate about the queer community and bringing awareness and inclusivity and all of those things that come with being queer. So I wanted to take you back to October of 2021, where I was In the heaps of Bumble, I was going on dates and I was swiping on profiles, all guys, by the way. And I thought to myself, you know, looking back now, honestly, looking back, I'm like, Haley, come on. It was written on the walls, girl. Come on. Um, But I was like, I want to see what girls' profiles look like to make sure, (laughs) to make sure I have a good profile, you know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And so I set my profile on Bumble to um, show me guys and girls. And then I was like, oh, this is fun. I like looking at girls' profiles. And so a couple days went by. I did swipe on girls, but I never like initiated a conversation. I never continued a conversation. I just was like, kind of there and looking at their profiles. And I mean, I thought they were pretty and attractive. But at that point, I thought that's what everyone thought about women. And I didn't realize it meant I liked women. Honestly, I was just minding my own business. I was chilling like I. Just had my profile up and then I get a text from my best friend Cameron and he's it's a screenshot someone that is our mutual friend sent him of my profile that she found on Bumble And at this point, Cameron didn't know that I was on the women's side, too. He thought I was just on the guy's side. And so I kind of felt like I was outed to him, even though I didn't even know myself. Like, and I brushed it off. I was like, oh, I just wanted to see what girls' profiles looked like, blah, blah, blah. And he was honestly, I think he took it pretty well. But like he knew. He knew. Um, And so then that mutual friend texted me a screenshot and she was like, so uh, do you want to explain this or what? And I was like, oh, my gosh, I cannot believe that you found me on here. And she was like, so do you like girls? What's going on? And I honestly, I didn't know. I was like, maybe like I'm open to it. I'm not like against it or whatever, but like I don't know. I've never had an opportunity to see if I like women. I've never gone on a date with a woman. I've never kissed a woman. So like I just didn't know. So she was very nice. Like she was so sweet. We have a long history. We worked together for like five years and um she was like listen I am so willing to answer questions like help you walk through this I had someone on my team when I realized I was gay and like it was really helpful so like I would love to be that person for you and I honestly was like okay bet like this is great thank you so much I really appreciate it and then we started texting and just like chatting and snapchatting and then we got a little flirty and things like progressed we never met up and we never like facetimed or anything but like we were texting pretty consistently and then it like reached a point where it got a little more flirty than I was comfortable with and I got cold feet and I was like oh my goodness I can't do this you know what I mean like I knew that in the job that I work at, I was not allowed to be gay or I wasn't allowed to act on being gay just because of their values and all of that stuff, which is why this was all a big secret, which is why me questioning it was not out in the open. Because like, I couldn't let anyone know. You know what I mean? And so I didn't. And so when I felt like it was getting a little more intimate or getting a little more serious, I was like, I can't do this anymore. And I like cut cut it off. I like stopped. And I felt horrible because I was one of my biggest things was that she didn't deserve this. Like she didn't deserve to have to keep a secret like she was out And it was not a big deal for her. And for me, I couldn't be out like this had to be a complete secret. No one could know except like my close friends and my family. But like I just didn't want to risk potentially losing my job. So I ended things. I was pretty upset about it because like I liked talking to her and I also felt guilty. And I also had like all of these emotions of anger that like Why am I in this job if I can't be who I am? But also at the same time, I don't even know if this is who I am. So there was that to to chew on and like mull over. Fast forward about two or three months and I was a bit under the influence of some yummy drinks and I messaged her again and I was very flirty. And she was flirty right back and the conversation was great. Um, and then we texted for a while and we picked right back up where we left off. And then it got the same exact thing happened. It got a little too serious and I got cold feet again. And honestly, I, to this day, still feel like a jerk. I feel awful about it, because she did not deserve that. I was questioning myself. I had all of these thoughts like, what is going on? What is the proper term of attraction? What does attraction look like to me? What does it mean to be attracted to someone? Because all of these notions I've grown up with is you are automatically taught to be attracted to men because I'm a woman. So What if I am attracted to women? What if I'm not even attracted to men? All of these thoughts were going through my head. And I was genuinely struggling. I did not know what to do. And because of that, I ended things for the second time. And I was honest again. I was like, honestly, I can't do this. This is just too much right now. I don't even know about myself. I don't want to get too attached. I don't want you to get too attached because like this is my job on the line and I love this job. And I I don't want to get in trouble. And so I ended things and she was pretty upset and rightfully so. She deserved to be. And she told me, she's like, Haley, I can't do this again. Like, I think what we have is good. Like, I don't want you to just throw it away. But like, I mean, I'm going to respect you, but like, I can't do this again. And I was like, I know. And you don't deserve to. And that's why I'm ending things because you don't deserve this. For like four or five months, I was smooth sailing. I forced it out of my brain. I wasn't thinking about it. I didn't reach out to her. She did slide up on some of my stories and just called me beautiful or pretty. And it was really sweet. And I missed talking to her. But I knew like I could not open that can of worms again. One for my sanity and two for hers. She did not deserve that. So fast forward to May. And she's home from college, and I get a Snapchat from her that she is coming out to our work, like her old workplace, my current workplace, to say hi to everyone because she missed it. And I was like, okay, cool. Sounds good. I'll see you then. Inside, I was freaking the hell out. Oh my gosh. I was clammy. I was like, oh, my gosh, I haven't seen her since she found me on Bumble. Like, this is brand new territory. Oh, my gosh, I'm so scared and nervous. Like, and I also feel so guilty for ending things twice. Like, she didn't deserve that. And what was I thinking? Yada, yada, yada. All of that. All of the above. My heart rate that day was through the roof. I wish I would have taken a screenshot of my pulse. I don't even remember what it was, but I remember checking it like, oh, my gosh, she's almost here. Oh, my gosh, she's here. And it just was a whirlwind of emotions. And I knew she was eating in our, like, dining commons area. And so I was ready for lunch and all the other people in my office were there. So I went over and I walked in and I saw her and we made eye contact and she smiled at me and I smiled at her and I had butterflies like you would not believe. It was like instantaneous, honestly. And I knew then I was like, oh shit, this is more than I ever thought. That was a huge turning point for me. I quickly ran into the kitchen area where she wasn't at, and I am like hyperventilating, like, oh my gosh, she is beautiful. Mm-hmm. I like her more than a friend. I have all these butterflies. I can't believe this is happening. Why is this happening? This can't be happening right now. Like, no freaking way. You know what I mean? Like, all of this stuff. Then, while in the kitchen, I like gave myself a little pep talk. I was like, Haley. You are a grown-ass woman. Get the hell out of there. You don't need to be hiding in this kitchen. Make your food. Go out there. Sit down like a grown adult. You can do this. Girl, you got this. And so I did that. I went out there and I sat next to her. We chatted. We chatted with everyone at the table. And it was really good. And then I don't know to this day what possessed me, to, But I looked at her and I was like, do you want to go back to my office? And she was like, sure. And so we went back to my office and... And, um, we talked and it was a really, it was really good conversation. We had so much fun. We were like laughing and giggling and like slight flirting was happening and it just felt really good. And she stayed in my office for honestly over an hour and it was just so fun. And then she had to leave. So I got up and I was going to hug her and then like, my coworker came in and we like jumped apart and it was like we weren't doing anything. No, we weren't doing anything even though my coworker would not have thought anything because that's just not thought about where I worked. And so so she said bye and I was like bye and um, she left. And after she like left my office, I went into the bathroom and I snapchatted my friend Cameron, the one who was, um, originally got the screenshot from her and I was like Cameron I wanted to kiss her so bad I had so many butterflies like what is going on she's moving away but like I just I wanted to kiss her so bad well and I wish I could make this up I wish this was a joke or whatever and I will tell you Like forever, I will take this to my grave admitting it. I did this completely by accident. It was not on purpose, I swear. But when I went to send it to Cameron, she was the last person to Snapchat me. And I sent it to her, you guys. I sent it to her. The Snapchat that said, I wanted to kiss her so bad. I had butterflies. She's moving away, but why do I want this? You know, like that Snapchat. I sent it to her. I screamed. I was sitting on that toilet. I screamed because I was like, oh my gosh, this cannot be happening right now. And I look at my phone. She opens it right away. And I was like, shit, 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 shit. She Snapchats me back. And honestly, it's a little fuzzy of what she said, but along the lines of, oh, really? Like what? Because I knew that she was done. I thought she was done. And then so we were Snapchatting and she went and picked up some like um, ciders and was going back to her parents house because she was house sitting for them. And I made the joke about her inviting me over and she was like, no, yeah, like come over. And I was like, seriously? And she was like, yeah. Um, now's the point in the story where I'm going to put a pin in that and tell you that at this time I was also talking to a guy. And had been talking to a guy for a week, a couple weeks. And it was like chill. I wasn't feeling anything special. I hadn't met him yet. Well, that night was supposed to be our first date. Yeah, you heard that right. I made the comment to her that she should invite me over. And she did, even though knowing I had a date that night too. So what did I do? (laughs) I canceled that date and I went over to her house instead. It was great. We talked, we laughed, we ate pizza and then we kissed and it was electrifying. I felt like a million bucks. I felt like I came alive. And in that moment, I knew that I liked girls. I knew it in my heart in my soul in my whole body that Sure, maybe i'm attracted to men, but women hell Yes, I like women. I Can't even explain to you those emotions running through my head while we're also kissing And it was just crazy and she was so great. She kept checking in. She's like, are you okay? Like how are you feeling? Are you getting cold feet all of this stuff? It was super sweet and that experience like I will never forget and it was such a special time for me because it was just like solidifying that yes Haley you do like women and you have liked women your whole entire life and it was like these pieces were just like falling into place of me realizing all of the signs growing up like I liked girls from the very beginning but like I was taught, no, you like men. You are attracted to men. That's what's expected of you. That's what's acceptable in the society that you're living in. And so liking women wasn't even something that I let myself do. And so that experience really shaped me into who I am today. And also like, is the beginning of my coming out story. And it Was life changing. I tell that story because I think it's so important to really like listen to yourself. Take the other opinions around in your life out. Take what other people say, what other people will say, what your job says, what your family says, and like really do some deep self reflection and really ask yourself who am I attracted to? Or am I even attracted to anyone? Because you might not be as well. But asking yourself those questions and giving yourself that space to be okay with whatever that answer is, whatever your heart and your soul tells you, is when you're really gonna figure out who you are. And you're really gonna figure out if you like women or not, or if you like men or not, or if you're non binary whatever your pronouns are, any of those things. Like if you give yourself space to do that and you give yourself time to think about those things, those answers will come out. And I also think that it's important to talk about the grieving process that you go through after you realize that you've been hiding that your whole life. I went through an identity crisis after I realized I liked women because I thought to myself, well, if I liked women this whole time, who am I? Like, are the things I like still the things I like? Or did I just think that I liked them because people expected me to like them? And it was a really hard time. Beautiful, but a hard time because I was like, what and who am I? And what is going on? I tell this story and I wanted this story to be the first episode on my podcast because I think it's easy to feel alone in these scenarios and feel alone in being a part of the church and being in a place that is a part of the church. I wanted this episode to be the first episode of my podcast because I think it's so incredibly important to one, tell your story, and two, bring to light how my story came to be because of the different circumstances I'm in and to show people that you are not alone in your story. I felt so alone when trying to discover if I liked women or not because I worked in a church setting. I went to college in a church setting. I went to youth group throughout high school. And so I was deep in the church in thinking that this is wrong. And I personally never thought it was wrong, but the people around me did and still do to this day. And so I felt very isolated and alone and that I had no one to talk to because I was afraid if I told anyone that I would either lose my job, Mean and hateful things would be told to me, or I would lose people that I cared about. And so, I think that when I sat down and was like, What episode do I want to be first? What episode do I want people to hear first? I wanted it to be my story because I don't want anyone out there to feel alone because you are not alone. I felt alone when I was trying to discover who I was and if I was attracted to women. And looking back now, like, I know I was not alone. There are so many different people who are like me and who are like you listening. And so I hope that throughout this episode that you were able to connect to any parts of my story or you know someone whose story is similar to mine. And I encourage you to reach out to them and just give them your support. Maybe you are not queer identifying and that's totally fine but you are an ally and you came across this podcast and you share it with your queer friends who have a similar story to mine or who maybe just need to hear this story because I think it's so important in today's age that people know that they are not alone and that they are cared for and loved and cherished and love is love and it does not matter who you love. So with that being said, I thank you for joining me on this first podcast. I hope that you can pull something out of this. I hope that you laughed a little with me or you just really connected with this. I'm so excited that you're here and I can't wait to talk to you again. I'll see you next week.